0: welcome to box to box football
1: hey here we are back with box to box football for it's already match week 15 is that is that right hey, this this time is flying by uh made some interesting interesting results here this week uh you know I know all of us have some some interesting stuff to talk about there's a lot of stuff I, I, I'm actually in England right now so uh, I went to the Manchester and there's you know, there's a lot of stuff going on around the obviously my team's game, Kyle, your game, and and the the repercussions from the the loss um, for the manager, and then uh, Stu's game. You know, I, I don't know Stu if you saw afterwards with uh, the, the the Amazon um, stuff that went on with, with with Jurgen Klopp. So there's a lot of yeah, it's interesting here. So we have a lot of stuff to talk about, but uh, we got Stu and, and, and Kyle here. Uh, uh, which, uh, where, where do you want to start? Well, I mean,
0: I think we have to, I think we have to start at Villa park, um, a rocking Villa park, uh, oh, where Aston Villa beats Manchester city one now. And you got to say a, a deserved victory, uh, for Aston Villa leapfrogging city in the table. Villa is up to third on 32 points for city four straight without a win. Uh, you don't say that very often about a Pep Guardiola team in the league city on 30 points. Now, six points behind arsenal uh, who is the league leader uh but it was a 74th minute uh leon bailey deflected effort that ended up being the difference in in that game and 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 as i said a fully deserved three points for aston villa sean
1: i'm going to go on record now and i will say it manchester city is not going to win the title this year Mm. don't know who it's going to be it could be aston villa they're very very good Unai Emery actually has a better record after 50 matches than Pep did at Manchester city. It could be Arsenal. We'll get to that match, which is, I turned it off. I was on the train and I I got to the airport and saw what happened, but uh, Aston Villa, look, I mean, they, they battered them and they, they played really well. Um, They're a very good team. Um, You know, I think we talked about it preseason. You know, one of the, one of my friends over here is talking about them finishing top two. Um, you know, they're going to walk the conference league. I don't think anybody in the conference leagues, you know, it, this is all dependent on whether they stay healthy. because They're not the deepest team in the world, but if they stay healthy, there's nobody that'll beat them in that conference league. And they're a real threat here for, for, for a championship. They can win the title.
0: Stu, is that, is that something that you're buying as well? Aston Villa as a contender?
2: Certainly. I mean, I, I kind of what Sean said, like health aside, I don't see a way this team doesn't finish in the top four. Um, and obviously, there's some really good teams up t- up near the top. You have City, you have Arsenal, you have Liverpool, uh, United's right there. I know Tottenham and Newcastle have dropped off a bit, but looking at the teams that are around Villa, I just they're just way too good, way too talented, and they just they made City look like a joke. I mean, twenty-two to two, like in shots, that's something you see when it's like Arsenal versus Sheffield. That's that's not Man City. That's not Man City at all. And I think it was a uh, The two shots was the lowest for a city team under Pep, and the 22 shots was the most for a team under Pep Uh, given up. It was was pretty crazy. Uh, John McGinn was just incredible. He had six tackles, 18 final third passes. It's just well-deserved. It's just a team that I think, again, you're assuming health, and you have to assume health, obviously. But if you do that, this team is just so talented, so good. They play so well for their manager. And I think for sure they are top four and I think they're going to push for the title too, but definitely, definitely top
0: four. Here's the thing for, for City um, the, the, ske- the schedule gets a lot easier for City coming up. Um, you know, Luton, uh, the Champions League match where they're already through, um, you know, Crystal Palace. Then they got to go to the Club World Cup of Brentford, Everton, Sheffield United. So uh, after that in the league. So uh, the, the schedule, it would appear that games where City's going to start to rack up wins again. Uh, but it, but it's very uncity like right now. You The two shots, I think those two shots were two the, the two Holland efforts right in quick succession, where Emi Martinez made the, yeah, like the, the minute, yeah. double save. Yeah, um, but yeah, really an inept performance from City. Look, they're going to get Kevin De Bruyne back at at some point here. It, it seems like it's going to be sooner rather than later. He may be available for that Club World Cup. Uh, but look, they're, they're falling off the pace a little bit. Look, Arsenal's got a little bit of breathing room at the top, Sean.
1: Yeah, um, they do, and, uh, you know, you look up and they're, they're four points clear right now, and, um, you know, they only have one loss, and they, they just, they they look like a team that's getting every single break in the world. Um, you know, I don't know if they deserve to win that match or not the other day, but they did. Um, you know, they only have one loss, so, you know, you know you, Liverpool's right there. Villa's right there. I think City will turn it around. I just the way the league is this year, with I mean, you look at the top ten teams right now, and Chelsea's in tenth, and they're still a little dangerous. Well, you know, West Ham, who just you know, I just came back from from watching you know West Ham and and, um, uh, Tottenham. Sorry, Um, but these teams, it's tough. I mean, when you have to go play at West Ham, when you have to go play at Brighton. You know these aren't walks in the park. Now it's not, you know, it's not like Le- it's not like Liga or or, or, or um, La Liga where you know after the top three or four teams, I mean, you're gonna walk. You know, some of these games, it's tough, man. These these games are all gonna be tough. So I just think a lot of these teams are gonna drop points. Um, you know, once again, I want to see Arsenal do it in 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 February, and March, and April. But you know, right now, the, you know, they they look to be the favorites.
0: Yeah, and Arsenal had to go to Kenilworth Road against uh, Luton Town, and maybe that game a little closer than anybody expected. Uh, Arsenal wins it 4-3. Uh, you know, after going in front twice, Luton came back, tied it each time, and, and Luton actually takes the lead uh, through Ross Barkley. They, look, got a little help from David Raya, um, a couple mistakes from the Arsenal goalkeeper, uh, but again, Arsenal fights back. Kai Havertz, the equalizer, and then Declan Rice in the seventh minute of added time. And those are the kind of results, Stu, that when you – if you win the title, you look back at games like that, right, where you were going to drop points at Luton and you score in the seventh minute of added time. Those are the results that win you the title as much as the, the, the head-to-heads against uh, Man City's, uh, against the Liverpools.
2: Yeah, you have to beat those bottom – You know, bomb table teams, those relegation battle teams, and yeah, I think it's that's the case, and and that's also you know that's a goal from Declan Rice. That's why they pay 105 million for Rice. I mean, he's he's been incredible. He's been scoring goals, and obviously he's you know known for a lot more than just scoring. Uh, The defending's been great. The, The you know some of the passing's been really good too. He's kind of fit in there very nicely. You mentioned it though, Kyle. Uh, the goalie situation is still one that kind of worries me a bit. Raya still looks at times very shaky. I know I saw a stat that he has actually, with at least 20 shots, faced his way. So these are obviously goalies that have have played, you know, majority of the season. Of goalies that have faced at least 20 shots, he has the worst safe success in the league at just 55.5%. So it's an issue. Um, And I think that's probably their weak point. Obviously, we could talk about the striker position as well. Uh, Jesus did look good in this match. He's looked pretty good of late. But if you look at two parts of Arsenal where they're a little concerning, it's at the top and the bottom. It's the goalie and it's the striker. And I think that might be what keeps them from winning the title. If it's anything, it's one of those or both of those things. But yeah, they're certainly right there. They, they're in first right now. They have the two-point lead over Liverpool. They they look pretty good. It's hard, you know, like you said, it wasn't the prettiest performance against a Lewin Town team that isn't a great team, but in the end, they got the three points. And that's something Liverpool, when they played Lewin Town a few weeks ago, they weren't able to do. They only got the one point. So that could be a difference maker for sure.
0: Yeah, and it's a good chance here to talk about a game next week uh, and that is Arsenal, Arsenal has got to has go got to, to Aston Villa at, at Villa Park. Um, so if Villa Park was rocking uh, for a midweek game against Manchester City, uh, you wonder what it's going to sound like this weekend when when Arsenal comes to town. Uh, Arsenal four points ahead of Villa, but, uh, you know, if Villa is a title challenger like, uh, you know, both of you believe they are, Sean, they, ha- they have a chance here to close the gap. What do you expect from, from that game next week?
1: Well, you know, yeah. When I amri's going to be fired up for that. You know, you know, there's a lot of talk about, you know, he he's doing a job here and, and you just think about, you know, he kind of got short shafted at, at, Arsenal. I mean, it, it, you know, he didn't get the time and the 700 million and, you know, that, that Arteta got, you know, imagine this guy. I mean, he's an unbelievable coach every, you know, he just wins everywhere. Um, and yeah, look, it's going to be, it's going to be high level game. Um, you know, I, I think, um, you know, Arsenal's got a little bit extra rest. I mean, playing against City, you know, is always tough there. Um, but I, I think it's going to be a pretty, pretty good game there. But, yeah, look, if Villa wins that game, I, I think you have a – I think they're in for the title. I mean, they, they have a – I'm not saying they'll win it, but I, I they, they have a legitimate chance to win a title if they win that game. Their squad is very good. Um, and, look, it's not, you know, they've spent money. So, you know, some, it's a, you know, plucky, look, you know, they spend money. If you seen, like they've spent, they've spent well, you know, they bought guys in that, you know, it fits the mold of of uh, the way they want to play and the way that Emory wants to play. So, but they have spent money. um, And I, I, yeah, that's going to be a pretty good game. There's, there's a couple, there's a couple interesting games this weekend, uh, especially after, you know, obviously Spurs Newcastle, um, after the way uh, you know the Thursday night results went,
0: um, let's let's uh, let's stay at uh, Manchester there with you, Sean. Uh, Manchester United two two Chelsea one. a Scott McTominay double. You were there. Um, just tell us what you saw. What's the vibe around <laughs> United? It hasn't been going well in the Champions League, but United has won four of the last five in the Premier League. Twenty-seven points, tied for fifth with Tottenham. They're behind on goal differential there, but uh, United seems to be in better league form than Spurs.
1: Yeah, I mean, look, you know, once again, it was it was like a disaster, disastrous start for United. Um, Look, they you know, they've lost six of 15 matches, which isn't great. Well, you know, you look up now, they're even in points with Spurs. They're three points behind City, the greatest team of all time. You know, Tottenham had the greatest start, the manager's manager of the month, two years and two weeks in a row or two months in a row. You know, they're ahead of Newcastle. the richest team in the world, blah blah blah. It, they just, you know, when you, when the manager does things, and look, he called out the press, he called out the players. They banned, you know, I, the the manager obviously doesn't have the power to ban people. I mean, Sir os Ferguson could, but, um, you know, that came from the club obviously, and um, you know they're they they were mad about certain stories. You know, the 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 day before that. Stories had gone out saying that, you know, Ten Hag had lost 50% of the locker room. And this is kind of something that's happened before under other managers where the players have, you know, gotten their way and they've sunk the the, the ship. And Ten Hag says, look, we're not doing this. And he struck back and uh, he benched Marcus Rashford. He benched Anthony Martial. They played out of their minds. They pressed. You know, Amrabat was phenomenal. Um, Garnaccio was phenomenal. McTominay, obviously, with the two goals. Um, They look like a different team. They had 28 shots. Um, Eight shots blocked and 12 shots and eight shots on target. I mean, they missed the penalty. They should have scored. I mean, their XG, I think, was the second highest in the Premier League era um, ever. I think it was like 4.5 or something like this. I mean, they really, I'm not an XG guy, but, you know, sometimes those stats do show how well you're playing. I think like that. I thought, you know, they 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 answered the bell. Um, you know, now they got to do it again. They got to do it again at Bournemouth or against Bournemouth. They got to do it again against Bayern. Um, so it's going to be interesting. But the other thing is, you know, Chelsea, man, they're, uh, you know, I say this all the time. They're like 11 individuals. The kid Cole Palmer's good, he's very good. He had the goal. I thought he was pretty good, but you know, Enzo Fernandez, man, they spent a ton of the stew. Must you, you, you guys got to be laughing right now that they, they beat him. He looks ter- He looks lost out there, and like they, you know, they're talking about man, we miss Connor Gallagher. Man, that's I don't know, man. Like they're just. You know, Raheem Sterling's never scored against I, Manchester United. I was going to
0: say that. I just saw that stat. It was, it was like 25 career games, and he's, he's never scored against Manchester United. Like
1: He, he grew up a huge United. Manchester United fan. So, like, I don't know if it's a mental thing or whatever. <laughs> it's, but, like, um, but, yeah, look, I, th- I think they're headed in the right direction. Um, and the, the I think the main thing, you know, the, the media narrative sometimes gets the better, you know, Oh, poor man, poor Newcastle United. They have, you know, so many players out injured and, you know, Manchester City's got, you know, Rodri out injured. And by the way, Manchester City has lo- hasn't has won a game without Rodri this year. Um, you know, and these players have, you know, Tottenham's got players out injured. Look, Manchester United's had guys injured all year at this point. So, you know, they're just, you know, you don't really, they just get on with it and this, you know, and, and it's just, you know, Newcastle after the match, hey, we're tired. We're, you know, we, we only have this amount of players. We're playing too many matches. We're doing this. Look, man, that you want to be the richest team in the world and play with the big boys. You got to do it. You can't. You just got to go out there and play and win the games, you know. So you can't use those excuses too much.
0: All right, Stu. Liverpool 2, Sheffield United 0. Uh, Virgil van Dyke gives uh, the Reds the lead in the 37th minute. And then Chauvet in the fourth minute of second half stoppage time. Uh. Adds the second. It, it, look, it wasn't a great performance from Liverpool on the road at Bramall Lane against a, a bad Sheffield United, but it was a Sheffield United that um, had just made the, the managerial change. You, you you know you have the new manager bounce, so uh, you know maybe they were going to come out with a little bit of uh, verve, a little bit of uh, a little bit of spunk. Uh, but again, you go on the road, you get the job done. Liverpool two points off of where of the pace of Arsenal. Do you like where Liverpool is at right now?
2: I do. And you're right. It wasn't the prettiest of games. It was actually pretty sloppy at times, especially um, in possession. They really they really had a tough time creating much of anything. Uh, They had a million corners and luckily they got that first goal, that first Van Dyke goal on the corner. It's just the defense was fine. The goalie didn't really get tested, which was nice. Unlike in the in the previous match against Fulham. I think Keller only had one save uh he didn't really get tested so the defense was fine but but yeah it was just really flat offensively and that's just it's just what it is sometimes um I know McAllister got banged up a little he's probably going to miss uh the match against Palace on Saturday he got uh, he got stepped on and his knee pretty pretty good pretty early on so I'm sure that was a a bit of an impact but yeah they do this they do this a lot they're pretty happy with where they are i'm fine with it they just got to keep getting these results against these uh these teams that they're better than and and i think they'll be uh they'll be in pretty good shape Uh, i'm not gonna say they're gonna win the title but i think they'll be they're at least you know in the conversation uh with with arsenal city and villa i think those are the are the four right there but we'll we'll see what happens uh going forward The, the health is also a thing right like the injuries are starting to pile up a little, you know, with, with Matt tipping out for the year. It's just he's not great at this point, but it's still like it's still a guy that they could use to rotate in and out. And Kanate's and also got always a guy that is always hurt. So the center back position is once again worrisome to I, me. I have a um, question Allison about Allison and Robertson and Jota are all out, but we'll see. Yeah.
1: I just want to add to that because we, we talked a little bit about this with Klopp. I mean, you know, the Amazon. <laughs> I don't know if you guys saw, I know Sue, you said you did Uh, uh, the Amazon guys making kind of a joke about, you know, having to play at 1230 on Saturday, seven 30 in the morning, you know, in in Eastern time. And uh, he's like, listen, I I've been complaining about this for a long time. It's not a joke. These players are getting like, there's no product. If everybody's hurting, you're starting to see this. I mean, these teams are all getting banged up because they play too many games. And they've played way too many games with the World Cup and these internationals and all this stuff. And now you're starting to see all these teams get fired up. And I'm not the biggest club fan in the world, but I thought he was first of all, I thought he was right to go after the guy because he was kind of I mean, you saw that. I mean, what, what did you think about that? Because, I, you know, I think he's right about it. I mean, these these they're playing too many games and it's you know, there's not enough time in between games for these players.
2: No, for sure. It, it, it's not even just a Liverpool thing. It's it's all around. I mean, I know he complains probably because he's, you know, he, he sees how much they do pick Liverpool for 30 games, especially coming out of the international breaks. Uh, it's just too much. So you're right. This is a midweek game where they're, you know, they're playing pretty much every guy. And then you're going to go into another weekend game. And then another, it's just, it's a lot of games. And it's, it's, it's funny. Cause like, I want to see more games, right? Like as a fan loving watching, uh, the, the the sport and the team play. I want to see more games, more games. I, I love – like, this week was great. I, I really enjoyed this Tuesday through Thursday. There was a lot of good games on this this week. But, yeah, in the end, it's just like these guys are going to be gassed Saturday morning. I don't know what to expect at Palace. I mean,
1: they, they you hope go, they play well, but who knows? London. That's the yeah. thing. It's not yeah. – you're not playing at 7.30 – you know in the or t- it's 12:30 here you're not playing at 12:30 at home you're playing at 12:30 in london so you got like you got to get up early you got to take the train you got to do this stuff you can't train as much like it, ten hag was saying that this week like he hasn't trained like they, they can't train as much because they, they got so many injuries and they got so many matches and stuff and now when you're not training as much you know you're just you got other stuff going on I, 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 look I, I once again I, you know i like to watch all the stuff it's great but you know it, it, it is a little crazy when you pick these teams and they you know when you're you know Liverpool and they, like the, the some of the Liverpool fans are complaining a little bit tonight cuz they say they city doesn't get that treatment you know I, say, I don't know about that but you know you know it, it, it's it's not you know it's not right
0: look i i just like That's to point out, out I, i'd like to point out that the Philadelphia Eagles had to play uh here in the US had to play three games in 14 days, while the San Francisco 49ers got to play one in 10 days because they insist on having the Eagles in prime time all the time.
1: Yeah, so it's, and it's, it's,
0: it affects you. Te- yes, it affects you, and there are certain teams. It doesn't matter whether it's the NFL, it's the NBA, it's the, the Premier League. There are certain teams that they want to put in prime time slots in certain, to slot them in for TV, and you have no control over that because it's the TV and it's the money that drives what the schedule is going to be.
1: Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, Liverpool, obviously this year, cause they're Europa league, you know, they're playing Thursday, Sundays too. So like they're, you know, they have to play, you know, they're traveling and then have to play Sunday. So they're kind of limited in some of the weeks, but you know, it's, and they're obviously, they want to put them on TV as much as possible. Um, but, you know, I, I think, you, you know, you can rotate. You know, the, the Everton-Newcastle match today was a perfect yep. example. I mean, that's – you can put games like that on early and, and you get, you know, good games.
0: Yeah, speaking of that match, uh, let's kind of turn our attention to the, to the bottom of the table a little bit. Obviously, Newcastle's not in any kind of trouble. But Newcastle's been very Jekyll and Hyde. And today, it was the bad version on the road at Goodison Park. Everton runs out a 3-0 winner. Um, and despite that 10-point detection – the Toffees are now out of the relegation zone. They jumped over Luton Town uh, on ten points. If, if Everton didn't have the ten point deduction, they'd actually be tenth. Um, but so they're certainly not out of trouble. But based on form, Everton looks more to me more likely to be safe, and a, and a team like Nottingham Forest looks yep. more likely to be sucked into that that relegation battle uh, with the three promoted clubs.
1: Well, Forrest is going to, I mean, Cooper's going to get sacked and um, I don't even, it might have already happened, um, which is bad news for Roy Hodgson because uh, Crystal Palace wants Steve Cooper badly. So, um, you know, I know they were trying to get to the end of the season, but if Cooper's available, you know, Palace might just tell Roy to to just step away or something like that gracefully Um, and then they could get Cooper. So. Yeah, look, Everton, man, I, I watched that game today. They they were really good. Um, New, here's a couple of things. Newcastle, I, I think we kind of, you know, it was the same with Tottenham. I, I think, you know, we knew they were at some point, you know, they were a little fraudulent early on because they hadn't played a tougher schedule. You know, Newcastle has to go to Spurs now um, on Sunday. They got to play Fulham, which isn't going to be an easy game. It's at home, looting away. Nottingham Forest and then January 1st At Liverpool, January 13th, Manchester City January 30th, Aston Villa, um, you know, there's some Breaks in there because of FA Cups and stuff like That, so, um, you know, January February 24th, Arsenal They're going to, we're going to find out about this team I, I don't, I, I don't think The way they're constructed Right now um, You know, they're I, I think they're in Trouble, they don't, they're not good at all In the road, they're very good at home their their bone bare their are threadbare squad. Uh, Pope's out four months, if maybe longer. You know they they have to sign a another keeper. You know it might be De Gea, it might be somebody. I you know I don't know, it might be Ramsdale. Um, but Everton, man, they look good today. That was a good game, and they, the second the second half, they were they were flying when when, when the goal went in. It was just only going to be one winner. I mean, they Newcastle looked out, and Kieran Karen Trippier was terrible. He gave away. He was at fault for two goals, and then he kept the player on side on the third goal. He was atrocious, and they're just, you know, I know Trent gets a lot of blame, and you know they 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 never kind of blame him, but, um, you know, it, 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 I mean he was at fault for the for the goals, and you know they just said he's tired. Well. You know look man you can't keep putting these guys out there if they're tired and they're beat up you gotta find somebody else to play like you can't you can't just keep throwing these guys out you gotta rotate but um I, I everton I'll be i I think you know if they unless they get another points deduction uh, I, they they won't be anywhere near the bottom half of the table or the bottom three by the end of the season they're they're they're, they're a pretty good team comparatively
0: uh let me just run through the the rest of the matches and uh, anything that stood out from that? Wolves one 0 over Burnley. Uh, Fulham five. Nottingham Forest nil. Bournemouth two. Crystal Palace nil. Brighton two. Brentford one. Uh, and then the match today: West Ham two. Tottenham one. I'm just going to say Fulham five nil over Forest. Forest looks really bad, like you said, Steve Cooper. His days look numbered. Could bounce back though from uh, from Fulham. At, you know, after a tough loss against Liverpool, to go out and put put five on on Forest. Uh, and starting to score some goals now too, right? Scored three against Wolves, scored three against Liverpool. but it lost, scored five today. Um, you know, and and they were certainly hurting for goals early in the season. Uh, Rahul Raúl Jiménez got a got a brace. That was nice to see a guy who had you know really been struggling for goals. Um, you know, maybe that maybe that's just what he needed to to sort of find his confidence again. Got two from Alex Owobi, Alex Owobi, who looked like he couldn't get away from Everton fast enough at the at the beginning of the year. Um, when all with this huge dark cloud and you didn't know what was going to happen with um, you know, the ownership and, and, and the investigations, Alex and got away from Everton. He looks great since, um, since he came to Fulham, but uh, 18 points now for, for Fulham. I feel pretty good about um, where they are. I never felt like they were, they were going to be in a relegation struggle just based on um, the weakness of the bottom of the table. But look, it certainly um, feels good to be further away from that, you know, that scrap, um now that it is to to still to you know to still be fighting for it um later in the season Do anything about those games that stood out to you
2: yeah for sure and and like you said with Jimenez uh that was that was really nice to see uh when I first started watching this this uh this league you know four or five years ago he was one of the better strikers in the league for wolves he was he was quite good before the head injury um obviously He's fallen off the pace a bit, but good for him to get the uh, brace. He, uh, he looked really good the other night. Um, yeah, uh, Spurs West Ham on this Thursday for me. Uh Spurs are and they're in a bit of trouble. Like they, they've dropped points in five straight. They've lost four straight. Uh the defense, even though they got Romero back, and Romero did give them the goal on on, on the uh, on the set piece. Um Udogi had a really bad back pass that led to a goal. They're I think at this point, I know they had such a great start, and people were asking if they were title contenders, and that was the big talking point. Honestly, at this point, I think it's there's a, a better chance they finish seventh or eighth than they finish top four. I just can't really see a top four finish. I know they're really banged up. I mean, they really missed Madison. Uh, they missed Romero these few games. They missed Van de a lot. Um, so that defense is kind of uh, not the same. And obviously, without Madison, you know, yeah, the scoring, scoring isn't is the same. But, yeah, I, I just – I don't like what I see from Spurs. Um, I just think, you know, it was a bit of a mirage what we saw the first, I guess, eight, nine, ten uh, weeks of the season. Now we're kind of getting – and they're not this bad, right? Like, they're not going to finish bottom half. They're not going to, you know, lose yeah. every game, obviously. But they're certainly not a title contender, and I I don't think they're top four. Like, I think United's better. Um, I think Newcastle's better. Uh, at this point, um, once they get healthier, but yeah, Spurs, it's, it, it has not been a good few, uh, you know, past four or five matches
1: for, for Anja squad.
0: Sean, last word on, on this week's games.
1: Yeah. For, you know, I think there's a better chance Spurs miss Europe than make Europe at this point. I think the teams chase them, you know, are going to, are going to catch them and pass them. I just look at the table and, and, you know, once again, Wolves, you know, Wolves picks up a, you know, a, a pretty big win, um, over Burnley. You look at the table and and if you would have told me, you know, after 15 matches, Wolves would be ahead of Palace and Bournemouth would be even on points. I mean, Bournemouth for the first month was awful. And, uh, you know, here we are, Bournemouth and Palace, you know, after that 2-0 win, they're even on points. And, and, I mean, Crystal Palace looks lost. I mean, they look nothing like the team they were at times last year at the end of the season last year in in the final you know, month and a half, two months. I mean, they were flying and they have a lot of talent. I know as he's, is hurt and, you know, the same thing. They have a lot of players, you know, a couple players injured, but um, they're terrible. And, and, and I think, you know, that's the kind of team that if you seem, if you don't arrest this run quickly, all of a sudden now, you know, Everton is, 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 you know, six back, you know, Bournemouth could pass him. Nottingham Forest is three points behind. Now all of a sudden, you're getting sucked at back. You know, Luton's Luton's only seven points behind. You're getting sucked back in towards that relegation zone, and they, you know, they could be in trouble because you know they're not. They might not sign players. So it's going to be interesting to see if 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 um, Steve Cooper does go there once he gets sacked by Nottingham Forest, or if they, you know, they stick with Bory Hodgson.
0: Uh, just quickly uh, before we wrap up, uh, we talked about Arsenal Villa. Uh, uh, coming up on the weekend here. Here's the rest of the weekend slate, uh, palace, Liverpool, wolves forest, Brighton, Burnley, Sheffield, United, Brentford, man, United, Bournemouth, Luton, Man City, Fulham, West Ham, Everton, Chelsea, Tottenham, Newcastle, Stu, what sticks out to you other outside of that Villa Arsenal game?
2: Yeah, Everton, Chelsea. Uh, I really like what I've seen from Everton. Like Sean just said, um, they're at home. Chelsea's not great. Uh, they just really have not been good. They, I, I just not impressed at all. I think Everton wins. I think Everton wins this one at home against Chelsea on. Um, I'm not sure if it's Saturday or Sunday. I think it's uh, Sunday. Not yeah, it's it's a yeah,
1: nine a.m. Yeah. kickoff. At nine
2: a.m. There's like three like, matches. Yeah, here. yeah. That's what so that will be interesting to me. That that's kind of what I'm. uh I would say that, and also Brentford, Sheffield. Um, Brentford obviously, and Bumo is gonna miss a little while here. A team that's already without Tony, I don't know where the goals are going to come from. So this could be a point for Sheffield here, uh, despite how bad they are. And they're, they're really bad. This is not about Sheffield being good. Um, it's just about Brentford now with Mbomo being hurt. That that could be problematic for them for a few weeks without him, uh, where they're going to get the goals. That That's kind of my question.
0: Sean, where are you going to be
1: this weekend? Uh, I'll be at United, uh, Bournemouth definitely. I may, I I have a ticket for Everton, and Chelsea if I want it. Um, it's just a matter of what the weather is and if I want to actually go over there and how late I'm out Saturday if we win and stuff like that. I, you know, and the other thing is too, I, you know, I I kind of want to watch the Spurs Newcastle game. I, 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 that's a, you know, I mean th- that's two teams right now that are struggling, man, and they, you know. I would, I think that game's going to be interesting because they could just kind of go at it. You know, I, I, I think if, if one of the teams loses that game, uh, you know, if it's Spurs, they're, they're in a tailspin, you know, if Newcastle loses again, the same thing. I mean, they could, with all their injuries and everything before, you know, then they got to go play in the champions league. This is a massive game this weekend.
0: Well, Sean, we know it's late over there and, uh, in the UK. So we appreciate you having on for us. Um, Box to box football. You guys know where where to find us. Thanks for, for uh, hanging out with us for, for the last 35 minutes or so as we uh, ran down the week 15 recap, enjoy week 16 this weekend. We'll be back to talk about it and look ahead to those uh, crucial midweek champions league games, where we'll uh, figure out who's going on to the next round and uh, who's going to the Europa League.